Welcome everyone to today's devotion. We're in Hebrews chapter 3. Lord willing, by Friday we will be completely done uh, with the entire New Testament. In Hebrews 3, you remember that what we've seen is that um, the writer of Hebrews presenting Jesus as superior. So in the first two chapters we really saw that Jesus is superior to the angels. And though he's superior to the angels, he came down to those who are lesser than the angels from Psalm 8. Um, that is you and me. He became one of us. In chapter 3, his emphasis is going to be Moses. And the issue is that of rest. So he's going to look back at the story of Moses, particularly in um, the Israelites' disobedience in the wilderness, uh, even to someone like Moses. And so he'll say there in verse 3, For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. In the Jewish mind, there were three people who were um, uh, at the pinnacle of, of sainthood, if, to, to use a, a Catholic term. Uh, one would be Abraham, another would be David, and then there is Moses. Uh, the, the, these are your, your big three. And so here the writer of Hebrews is making it clear that, that uh, there is Moses, and as great and honorable he is, Christ is far superior still. In fact, the, the New Testament writers make a big deal that Moses said that a prophet would come after him that is greater than him. And they see that as a prophecy pointing to Christ. Um, and I, of course, I obviously think, think that is correct. Um, and, and so he takes this, Moses, uses the metaphor of a house, that Moses built a house. And um, verse 4 says, For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. So, so he says, yeah, Moses was building things, yes, uh, but ultimately this is, this is God's building what he is creating. For, from, from the Jewish story into the, the Christian gospel. Verse 5, Now Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that were to be spoken later. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son. So you see there, Moses is a servant. Christ is God's son. And we are his house if indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting and our hope. Um, this is probably where C.S. Lewis gets the illustration of a house. I think it's a mere Christianity where he says that uh, um, all of us are, are like a, a house being renovated by God. Uh, the problem is is that most of us want to, you know, renovate the curtains, but God is adding a wing, uh, an entire wing. Um, and he has a line in there um, that what God wants is a place where he can dwell in. Um, I think I think it's a helpful way of, of seeing what the writer of Hebrews is saying. Moses' servant, Christ's son. He is the, the true builder. Um, and then notice what, what, what he does. The, the central part is his quotation of the Old Testament, verses 7 to 11. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. On the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked with that generation and said they always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways. As I swore my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. So for the writer of Hebrews in chapter 3, remember that the issue is the temptation of many of these Messianic Jews to return to the Judaism and abandon Christianity because of hardships, suffering, and persecution. And here, here he is. He is begging them, don't, don't make the mistakes of our forefathers. Um, yes, there is Moses, and the temptation is to go back to Moses and his law, but there is one who is superior to Moses. He is Christ. Moses is a mere servant. Christ is the Son. And so he looks back at that wilderness experience. He says, for 40 years, they witnessed the mighty works of God, and yet they preferred Egypt. 
And so they never entered God's rest. So you see that for the writer of Hebrews, following the way of Jesus is the secret to genuine rest. And of course, that narrative takes us all the way back to Genesis. Of course, we don't have time for that. Um, Verse 12 is his direct application of that Old Testament quotation. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. So you see that a major theme in Hebrews is perseverance. Perseverance through hardship, suffering, uh, and persecution. And so he's, he's begging them, don't harden your heart like that generation. Don't have an unbelieving evil heart. Rather, encourage one another, build each other up, and together, let's make it through this wilderness. And there we will find true lasting rest, not in the servant of God, Moses, but in the Son of God, Jesus. Verse 16, For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not those who left Egypt led by Moses? His point is he's looking at the church and saying, this is an exhortation to those inside the church. Don't be like that generation. Learn from their experience and learn from their mistakes. And so, so you, you see here some, some major, major themes. Perseverance, rest, uh, and of course the supremacy of Christ. Jesus is the true and better Moses. And that is going to be carried on in the coming chapters, particularly when he deals with the high priest and everything else. So with that, hope to see you guys here tomorrow. We'll look at Hebrews chapter 4.